let the church say amen. Just bless his name. Somebody. Somebody, um, somebody showed up here this morning thinking that it was all over. <laughs> already. Already done figured out that it ain't over. Because God said. That's, that's good news. Huh? I have to give you a minute to shout. That's, that's good news. Uh, yeah. As we continue our way toward rebuilding the walls. We go back again to the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah, this is not an unfamiliar text here. You've heard me preach this text a lot of times. I love this text, but this time I want us to view it in view of what Jeremiah is trying to do. How how it relates to his mission to turn the people of God around, trying to warn the people of the wrath of God. Jeremiah chapter 18. Jeremiah chapter 18. <clears throat> Beginning with verse 1, these are the words that you find. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house. And there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels and the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again another vessel as seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, O house of Israel, cannot, cannot I do with you as this potter, saith the Lord. 
Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in mine hand, O house of Israel. As the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in my hand. I want just for a few minutes to talk just from that, that passage right there. All in his hands. All in his hands. As simple as that is, and as much as you hear us say that, if more people really believed it, your, your blood pressure would go down a notch or two. If you really believed, if you honestly believed, I know we see it. That's one of those church lines that we like to talk about. It's all in his hands. But the truth is, if you really believed that, you would have gone to bed last night and not sat up. You really believe that. You, you, you wouldn't sit around worried and twiddling your thumbs all the time if you really believe that everything is in his hands. We come back again to this same prophet that we've been talking about now since the beginning of the month. Jeremiah. All of us know by now that Jeremiah, before he was ever born, before he was ever conceived, God said, I knew you. And while I'm right there, let me tell you, before you were ever conceived, <laughs> God knew you. And, and not only that, he says, not only did I know you, but he, even in your mother's womb, I ordained you. Had a plan for you, even before you got here. I ordained you as my prophet. He, you remember Jeremiah. Jeremiah came here with this purpose in mind. He came here. God already had a plan for his life. You remember that God gave him a hint as to what his mission was going to be like. He says, I'm calling you and I'm sending you out to carry a message, but... Let me just give you a hint. Don't be afraid of their faces. <laughs> now that right there ought to let you know that this ain't going to be no picnic right there. He, he says, I'm sending you to pull down, to pluck out. He, I mean, just to, uh, see, a lot of times we, in, in our minds, we get confused with this calling of ours. You need to understand everybody in here is called for something, but... Somehow, when we know that God wants to use us, we build these castles in our mind of what God is going to do. I, I don't know. I, I, know how, I know how it works in much of the preaching ministry. I, I know that when, when, when people answer the call to the preaching ministry, somehow they see T.D. Jakes. And they see Jensen Franklin. They, they see people flocking from everywhere. To hear what they have to say. That every time I stand, there's always going to be a crowd. That's, that's the picture that we get in our mind. But nobody's around to tell you about the hell that's 
Are y'all hearing me? No. Yeah, you, you have to understand. You, you have to understand that this call, has, it, that there's more to it than that. No, no, nobody, no, nobody tells you about those hard times. Nobody tells you like God was trying to tell Jeremiah. You're going to come up against some rough faces. Are y'all hearing this? Jeremiah went and as he went, he, he began to realize that this thing ain't all peaches and cream. He, he, he comes to realize, he, he comes to realize that, 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 that it, 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 it seems that every time he began to, to, to carry the message that God had for him, people rejected him. Not only did they reject him, it seemed like they turned on him for what he was saying about, yeah, concerning what he was saying. And so now he's beginning to grow weary in ministry. Are y'all hearing me? He, now he, he's getting tired of this. It ain't what I thought it was going to be. It's amazing how God will prepare you and get you ready to go out there and do something and, and, and for some reason, he doesn't ever get the, ready, the folk ready. <laughs> it's amazing how he'll call you, send you for, but somehow the, the folk, if God sees them, if you would just tell them I'm coming. God, if you would just let them know how great I am. <laughs> but some kind of way, he leaves that out and sends you out. And I think somewhere Jesus said it's like this, as lambs in the midst of wolves. Jeremiah had gotten out there and he found himself. Now his attitude began to change. In the beginning, he, he, it was an honor to have been called and to go out there. But now all at once it seems like that the very people that he went out there to try to help and to save, they have turned on him. So Jeremiah now finds himself, matter of fact, Many places in the Bible, we get to know him as the weeping prophet. Spends a lot of time crying because ministry ain't turning out the way he thought it was going to turn out. He got to the point where he would run to God complaining. Keep going to God and kept telling God, saying, God, I don't know about this. It seemed like the more I preach... The more I try to tell them, the worse they get. Seems to me, God, like, like the more I go out trying to tell them about your promises and the wonderful things that you have for them, it seems to me like rather than drawing closer, they're, they're getting worse. God has a step in, and the message that God has for Jeremiah, and overall message is, Jeremiah, you have misread your job description. You got to understand, Jeremiah, that, 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 I, I, that these are not your folk. Get, get this. I'm going to help somebody up in here. These are not your folk. They belong to me. Are y'all hearing me? They're, they're yours by stewardship, but they're mine by ownership. So, so why, why, why are you here talking about my folk? Oh, y'all hear me? You, you got to understand that they don't belong to you. They belong. Are oh, y'all hearing me? They belong 
to me. Jeremiah is reaching this point of frustration. Folk are not listening to him. And at one point, you remember somewhere over in around chapter 20, somewhere around, he even started talking about quitting. <laughs> I, I ain't doing it no more. He, it's in the Bible. He said, I ain't doing this no more. I, 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 I'm turning in my residence. And you know what? If you call yourself, you can quit when you get ready. But if God calls, if God has placed a calling on your life, you, 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 you don't have the freedom to just give it up when you get ready. He, I'm turning in my resignation, and it wasn't long. I don't know how long it took him, but it didn't take him long to get to the point where he realized, I can't shut up. Matter of fact, he said that. He said it's just like fire. It's just like fire shut up in my bones. I, I can't hold my, Are y'all hearing me? Jeremiah went about complaining, and he's reaching these points. One time he went to God saying, God, how long are you going to let this go on? Chapter 12. So how long are you going to let this go on? Say, I'm preaching, and things getting worse. Matter of fact, the nature is beginning to rebel. God, the people have become so wicked, they're destroying so much, till even nature is showing signs of, of, weakness, of wickedness. Yeah. Climate changing. <laughs> Y'all hear me? Everything is responding to this wickedness. How long, God, how long are you going to let this thing go on? I, I'm getting sick and tired, God, of telling these folk all of this. And, and you just sort of sitting back letting them go. He said, I'm just sort of tired of it. And God said to him in chapter 12, he says, let me tell you something, boy. He says, uh, he says if footmen have wearied you, how in the world are you going to contend with horses? That's a strange statement there. If footmen have wearied you, you're sitting here complaining about footmen. How in the world? What are you going to do when the horses come? He's trying to show Jeremiah in a nice way that it's going to get worse than this. Are y'all hearing me? You understand warfare, warfare in that day. Yeah, before and whenever they went to war, whenever a good army, they never sent their most powerful men and their horses out first. First, they would send the footmen. And the footmen, when they went out there, the footmen really, they, they knew they weren't going to win the battle. They knew that. They, they had sticks and rocks and stuff. They, they knew they weren't going to win. They couldn't win. But their job was to weigh you down. Any footmen up in here? <laughs> Maybe you don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to help somebody out here. You see, sometimes we let the footmen weigh us out. They, they know they can't win. They know they ain't there. Are you hearing me? Their job is just to weigh you down. And after the footmen go through with the rocks and the sticks, then here come the horses. And the horses come in for the win. Are y'all hearing me? He said, if you don't let the footmen weigh out, what, what are you going to do when the horses? What are you going to do when the horses show up? Lord, you've called me out here, and you put me out here, and they think I'm some kind of a joke. They don't even take me seriously. So, so, so he, he comes to this point in ministry where he's wondering. He's wondering in ministry, 
what is the use? These folk are not going to ever get any better. They are not changing for the better. I'm ready to give up. Jeremiah has come to his wits end and he's ready to give up and nobody's listening to him anyhow. But then here God steps in. In chapter 18, says to Jeremiah, Jeremiah, I hear your complaint. I know that you have grown frustrated. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I know that, 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 that you're ready to throw up your hands, but before you walk off your duties, got one more lesson for you. Before you give it all up, let me, let, let me send you to school. Got a crash course for you. Before you give it up, he says, I, I got one more thing. Before you turn in your resignation, I want you to take a trip down to the potter's house. Are you hearing me? It's amazing, my brothers and sisters. God can teach you and show you anywhere if you just pay attention to him. You want to know where good sermons come from? <laughs> Your sermons don't come to you sitting up in the church. You got to go down to the potter's house. You, you got to go where God sends you. Get, beyond, get, get to where the folk are. He says, go down before you quit, <clears throat> before you give up. Go down to the potter's house. That's something I need to tell you, but, 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 but the fact is I can show you better than I can tell you. Go down to the potter's house. Go down there and, 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 and now, now let me show you something here. This doesn't mean much, but I always like to point it out. He says, go down to the potter's house. That's at the end of verse 2. Is that in your book? Yeah. Go down to the potter's house. That's the end of verse 2. But I need to point out to you that in the beginning of verse 3, the first thing you see is, then I went. You missed it, you missed it, you missed it. At the end of verse 2, God says, go. At the beginning of verse 3, he says, I win. <laughs> I still missed it, still missed it. At the end of verse 2, he said, go. Not. In verse 15, not in verse 20, not in chapter 4, but in the beginning of the next verse, <laughs> y'all ain't hearing me. He says, God says, go, and, and immediately I went. That is something to be said about immediate obedience. Y'all hearing me? That, that's something to be said when God says move, when God says go. That's something to be said about um, immediate obedience. Now, you ain't got to take a poll. See what other folks think about what God said. Are y'all hearing me? When God says move, you ain't got time to run to your friends. And say, this is what God is saying, what you think about. You ain't got time. Are y'all hearing me? You don't have time to, 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 to sit around saying, well, well, I tell you what, let me think about it. 
The truth of the matter is, the truth of the matter is, when God says something, you're wasting your time praying about it. Y'all hear me? If God says go, if God says something, why in the world are you sitting around praying about whether or not you're going to do what God says? God gives the order. God gives the order. That order is for right now. Here's the scenario. He went to the potter's house. Went to the potter's house. God says go to the potter's house. He went to the potter's house. Class begins. Class begins. Watch this class. Watch this. This, this is good. Don't miss the class. Class begins. That's why you got to get there on time. He said, class starts. The potter is at the wheel. As a vat sitting next to the wheel that's full of clay. The potter already has some clay on the wheel. And he's molding it in some kind of a vessel. But while I was watching him, while I was watching him, something went wrong with the vessel. Something, something went wrong with the vessel he was working on. But, but the truth is, I don't know what went on. I don't know what went wrong because he had his hands on it. <laughs> I'll be back there in a minute. I, 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 something went wrong and I really don't know what went wrong because he had his hands in the way. The master had his hands on it. I, I, I really don't know what went wrong, but whatever it was, without missing a beat, he took that same clay and used it to make another vessel. And, and, and it seemed, and when he finished it, it seemed like he was real pleased with what he had just made. Class dismissed. <laughs> That's it. God, you sent me down here for this. You sent me down here to watch. Are y'all hearing me? That, yeah, that, that, that's the lesson right there. Jeremiah, what did I miss? Sent me down to the potter's house. I sat there, watched the potter do that. What did I miss? There's got to be more to it than this. Well, let's walk back through the lesson. Let's do a review here. Jeremiah. Let's go back and really look at what went on. Jeremiah said, the first thing I, I noticed, yeah, let's just go back and do a review. The first thing I noticed was, since, we, since, we, since, 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 since this is class, the first thing I noticed is that the clay was totally under the control of the potter. Clay never moved until the potter put his hand on it. Are y'all hearing me? Clay was just clay until the potter put his hand. It was totally under the control of the potter. I, I noticed, I noticed that not one move, there was not one move that the clay made, yeah, that he, that he made without being in the potter's hand. Are y'all hearing me? It was the potter that got it out of the vat in the first place. It was the potter that put it on the wheel. It's the potter that's shaping it up. Everything that went on with the clay, it was the potter. That, that, are y'all hearing me? That made it happen. 
It's almost, Jeremiah will tell you, it's almost like, it's almost as if the clay, yeah, 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 it's almost as if the clay knew that if it was ever going to amount to anything, it was going to have to rely on the potter. I say it was almost as if the clay had yielded to the point where it realized that if I'm ever going to be anything, I can't make myself. I've got to rely on the potter. And, 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 and let, me, let me stop here, hop off here a minute, and admonish somebody in, in the sound of my voice. Don't get ahead of the potter. Don't get ahead of the potter. I, I know how anointed you are. I know you got all of this anointing. I know you feel like it's your time. But don't get ahead of the potter. If you're ever going to amount to anything, if you're ever going to be anything in this life, you're going to have to wait on the hand. You have to wait on the hand of the potter. Back to the lesson, back to the lesson. What else did you pick up, Jeremiah? What else did you pick up, Jeremiah? Well, I noticed that the potter didn't have a blueprint. I noticed that the potter didn't have any kind of pattern at all. As a matter of fact, it's almost like whatever it was going to be, was totally in the mind of the potter. Are y'all hearing me? He wasn't, he, he didn't have a scale model. He didn't have anything. It was almost like whatever this piece of clay is going to be is totally my business. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, it, it's totally in, in, in the hand of the potter. There ain't no room for nobody else's opinion <laughs> of what the vessel ought to look like. I'm trying to help somebody up in here. There ain't no room for nobody else to talk about what they think it ought to look like. Yeah, whatever it's supposed to look like is totally in the mind of the potter. Nobody in town might like the way that thing looks. But guess what? The potter doesn't care because this is my vessel. Y'all ain't hearing me. It's totally in the mind of the potter. Here's the lesson. You, 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 you can't second guess the potter's work. And the reason why you can't second guess the potter's work is because you don't know what he had in mind. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? <laughs> oh, I stand here today, I, as flawed as I am, I'm the potter's work. <laughs> and, and, and really, there's no need in you criticizing me or criticizing anybody else because you don't know what the potter had in mind. Are y'all hearing me? You don't know what he had on his mind when... Potter is pleased with what he did. And if the potter is pleased, <laughs> y'all ain't hearing me. I say if the potter is happy with it, 
then you might as well shut up if the potter is happy with it. Don't know about anybody else, but my desire is to be what the potter wants me to be. But then, let's go back through the lesson here. Something went wrong. Something, something went wrong. Seemed to be some kind of a flaw. The Bible said it was marred. It was marred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some kind of a flaw in the vessel. And, and, and like I said a minute ago, I really couldn't tell too much about it because the, the, the potter had it in his hands. <laughs> Anybody want to shout? That's a good place right there. It, it was messed up. But it was still <laughs> in the potter's hand. <laughs> yes, yes. Y'all don't know when to shout. Y'all don't know. Yeah, it had some flaws. Something was wrong with it. But the potter still had it. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. It was still in the potter's. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, my brothers and sisters, take your eyes off of the fact that it was flawed. And that's where we get hung up. We get so hung up on looking at folks' flaws until we totally overlook the fact that they're still in the potter. Are y'all hearing me? Still in the potter's hand. I wonder is there anybody in the house that can testify with me. I, I know I got some shortcomings. I, I know I ain't what I ought to be, but I thank God I'm still in the potter's hand. Are y'all hearing me? I know I got some stuff I got to fix. I know I got some. I know that I am mod, but thank God I am still in the potter's Still in the potter's hand. <laughs> oh, listen at it. Listen at it. Messed up, but in his hand. Somebody ought to shout. Ain't what it ought to be, but in his hand. Are y'all hearing me? But in his hands. That kind of stuff makes me shout. When I read the word of God, when I go down the list and see all of the folk that I know, that all the folk I read in the word of God who were completely flawed but never left the potter's hands. Abraham was flawed, but he was still in the potter's hands. Are y'all hearing me? Moses was flawed, but he was still in the potter's hand. David was flawed, but he was still in the potter's hand. Solomon flawed. But still in the potter's hand. Peter, James, John, flawed. But still. Yeah, in the potter's hand. Richard, flawed. <laughs> but still. In the potter's. In the potter's hand. Back to the lesson. Back to the lesson. Whatever it was. Whatever the flaw was, whatever it was, I noticed that it didn't seem to upset the potter. Whatever the flaw was, I, I just noticed. I just noticed that it didn't seem to upset the potter. I was watching to see 
if he would throw it away. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me, huh? I was watching since it was flawed. I was watching to see if he would throw it away. But what I noticed was that he didn't throw it away. The Bible says he took it. That messed up piece of clay. That he took it and he molded it. Uh, Y'all hear me? Oh, 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 my brothers and sisters, the potter had some options. He had some options. He could have raked that mess off his table and got him some new clay, but he didn't. He took it. <laughs> and according to the word of God, he made it over. <laughs> Here's another good shouting word. I love this word. Again. <laughs> it, it doesn't take much to make me shout, but there's some words that just make me shout. And whenever I see the word again, I get happy. And the reason why I get happy is because I didn't get it right the first time. He had to do it again and again. And I, aren't you glad that we have a God? Who, who will do it again? Who, who won't throw you away, but do it again? Somebody ought to look toward heaven right now and say, God, do it again. And the last thing I noticed is that when the potter finished, when the potter finished, I noticed that it never left the wheel until the potter was pleased with his work. I noticed that it never left the wheel until the potter was pleased with his work. Are y'all hearing me? I say it never left the wheel until the potter was pleased with his work. Are y'all hearing me? Is there anybody here that, that wants to get off the wheel? Is there anybody here that wonders why is it that I keep going around and around? Why is it? It seems like every time I turn around is something else. Well, just maybe. You're still there because uh, the potter is waiting to get you to the point where I'm pleased with my work. Are y'all hearing me? My brothers and my sisters, I'm glad that he does not give up on me. Don't know about anybody else, but I'm glad, uh, yes, as rough as it feels sometimes, that he keeps me on the wheel. Are y'all hearing me? I have to cry sometimes, but I thank God that he keeps me on the wheel. Sometimes I find myself in pain, but I thank God that he doesn't throw me off the wheel. 
He keeps me on the wheel. Are y'all hearing me? Sometimes I get weary along the way. But I thank God that he keeps me on the wheel. Yes, but then the Lord steps in after the lesson is over. Say, Jeremiah, let me tell you what you just saw. The thing that I wanted you to see and the thing that you just saw. These folk that you're about to give up on. These folk that you are tired of. The thing I want you to understand is just like the clay is in the potter's hand. These folk that you're complaining about, they are in my hand. Are y'all hearing me? Jeremiah, just like what you saw, yeah, just like the clay is in the potter's hand, I want you to know that these folk that you are about to give up on, they are all in my hand. Are y'all hearing me? He's saying, Jeremiah, I want you to stop tripping over my folk here because they don't belong to you. They belong to me, and I've got them in my hand. And just like the clay was in the potter's hand, you've got to understand that I still have them in my hand. Are y'all hearing me here? I'm still molding them. Yeah. I'm still turning them. Uh, I'm still working with them. Yeah. And if they don't turn out yeah, like I got in mind, guess what? Yeah. I'm not going to throw them away, uh, but I'm going to keep on working. Uh, I'm going to mold them uh, until they're everything uh, that I have called uh, them to be. I'll make them uh, as it seems good uh, unto me. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, my brothers and my sisters, uh, if the Bible teaches anything, uh, it teaches that God can take a marred vessel. God can take a messed up vessel uh, and make it all over again. Are y'all hearing me? Walk the Bible with me. He took Jacob, a trickster, put him on the wheel uh, and turned him into John the Beloved. He took Zacchaeus, a tree-climbing politician, put him on the wheel uh, and made him a generous man. Are y'all hearing me? He took Simon Peter, a cussing fisherman, put him on the wheel uh, and turned him into a powerful preacher. Are y'all hearing me? He took Saul, uh, a church killer, put him on the wheel uh, and he came out uh, a church planner. Are y'all hearing me? He took a woman at the well with a questionable reputation, put her on the wheel uh, and she came out uh, a burning missionary. Yeah. Is there anybody here that, that know that God is able? He's able. He's able to do it all over. To do it all over again. Are y'all hearing me? We live in the day when everybody's trying to get a makeover. Yeah. All over the television. Yeah. Everybody's trying to get a makeover. Yeah. But I get a little confused. Yeah. 
because the first thing I see them do yeah, is get a hairdresser yeah, and then they get somebody to do their faces yeah, and then they get somebody to get some new clothes yeah. brothers and sisters uh, if everything that changes uh, is on the outside uh, that ain't a makeover yeah. are y'all hearing me uh, but if it's a real makeover yeah, are y'all hearing me uh, the potter uh, yeah, will make you over again uh, not from the outside in uh, but from the inside out yeah. is there anybody here yeah, that's had a makeover yeah. is there anybody here uh, are y'all hearing me uh, it's all uh, in his hands uh, are y'all hearing me uh, I say it's all uh, in his hands you see these are they're the same hands that reach through nothing yeah grab the handful of something yeah and form the earth yeah they're the same hands they're the same hands that scooped up some dust yeah and molded him a man yeah, and breathed into him the breath of life yeah they're the same hands are y'all hearing me the same hands that healed the sick yeah, and raised the dead yeah. they're the same hands y'all ain't hearing me yeah. they're the same hands that picked up my cross yeah, put it on his shoulder yeah, carried it out for have his heel uh, the same hands uh, that they drove nails in uh, the same hands uh, on the man who died uh, he died uh, he died uh, in my place uh, the same hands that were buried in a barry tomb but they're the same hands that got a burning Sunday morning proclaiming all power all power is in my hand yes 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 his hand I say it's all in his hands relax relax those children that you think you're worrying about those ain't your children those are his those co-workers they're not yours they're his and they're all in his hand you've got to come to the point you're comfortable and you're ready to turn it all over to him knowing that he's able he's able to turn it all around and his, in his own time he'll make it as it pleases him if you're here today unsaved let me invite you if you don't have a church covering if you don't know him for yourself let me just invite you the word says if thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved if you're here let me just invite you to come now let me invite you to come. Here's your opportunity. If you're unsaved, come. If you just don't have a church covering, now's the time for you to move. Come now, come now, come now. 
a second chance. But not just a second chance, another chance. I want to proclaim right now that he's standing ready to give you another chance to turn it around. So right now, if there's a need for you to be moving, you need to be moving right now. Bow your heads with me. It's invitation time. Nobody knows your relationship.